ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Inside the Shank, a podcast about the upcoming production of The Shawshank Redemption from Shakespeare Virtual Theater Company. My name is Jake Lewis, and with us today is the gentleman who plays prison guard Brian Hadley. It's Jeremy Woloski. How are you doing today, Jeremy? Good, Jake. Thank you for asking. Hey, it's great to have you here. Now, Jeremy and I, we have worked together before, not maybe virtually, but we have worked together before. He's directed me. Let me let me start off by asking you, Jeremy, what's it like to be doing, in your opinion, virtual theater as opposed to live theater? Well, virtual theater, you have um, you have a lot less to worry about as far as um, your your physical space on the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, you lose a little bit of the interact, the physical interactions with your other actors, but you do gain um, a lot from the facial expressions that you can see, because there are some things that I definitely probably would not notice uh, if this was a real live stage show because of placement on stage and whatnot. But now I can see directly into everybody's face at every second during the scene. So there's a lot of good things and a lot of things that I, I don't you know, care for as much. Right. Um, have you directed a Have you directed virtually before, or just acted? Well, we we've done a few virtual, you know, scenes and shows at school. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing, you know, nothing super complex, just for the because of the students' uh, time commitments. Right. Uh, but this is my second virtual show that I've been in. Mm-hmm. The last one was um, almost Maine, which I did. I want to say it was in the this past fall, early winter. Yep. Um, that was kind of fun because the way they had it staged is, you know, two actors at a time and, and you're supposed to be looking directly at them. So there was, there wasn't a lot of movement. It was very, you know, just one-on-one looking at the other actor or actress. Yeah. This, this show definitely does have a little bit more in involvement with, uh, what the actors need to do now getting to your character, Brian Hadley, he is one mean guy. There's not very much to like about him. So, how do you get into a character like him who is just so evil, I guess, in his own way? I don't know. I, I honestly don't know if he's evil. Um, I would probably think of it more as he was probably bullied as a kid. Mm-hmm. He was probably picked on. And now he's in a position of power where he can kind of turn the tables. So I, I think he, you know, it, it's the justification for him is that he's he's getting back at all the people that wronged him. Um, I don't think he's necessarily that deep, especially in, you know, the source material or, you know, even in this play. You know, he's, he's very single minded in, in what he does. He he wants a, a strictly run prison and, and he wants people to fall in line and he doesn't care what he has to do to, to get that. Do you feel a little bad for him at all? No, not no, not really, because you know he's he's probably you know he enjoys what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, he enjoys what he does, and and I think that you know his life, especially during the time, is very simple, and this is this is his pleasure. So no, I don't really feel bad for him. You know, I feel bad for the situation that he's put in and the prisoners are put in, but him specifically, no, nah, I don't really feel bad for him. Yeah, all right. What kind of preparation? do you do as an actor or maybe even coming at this from you know your director position to make your performance um as interesting and as you know um honest as possible 
Well, I would say generally speaking, I, I look at a character and I come up with broad stroke rules that I think the character character has to abide by. Okay. Um, you know, so for example, with with this one, you know, he he very much likes putting the screw down on people. He enjoys it. He can do it, and there's nothing really he can say or do that's going to get him in trouble. You know, so that's a very um, freeing emotion because personally, I'm not like that at all. You know, I, I, I find it very exciting to just be able to say whatever you want with no consequences because he really has no consequences except, except maybe to the warden. He definitely kowtows to him to a certain degree um, because he is the boss. Mm -hmm. um, but that's, that's definitely the first step I go through and I, I think of some general rules and then I go specifically scene by scene and I, I look at, you know, what, what's the reason these lines are set, being said and try to put the emotion and character behind it. And then as the director, sometimes I'll, I'll ignore all that and say, <laughs> okay, what does the, how does the line need to be said for the, for the scene to be successful, whether it's funny or intimidating. And then I try to find some kind of happy medium between the two opposing forces. You mentioned, uh, you know, looking at the lines and, and figuring out about how they had to be said. Is there a favorite moment or a favorite line that uh, your character has that, you know, you just really, of course, most of the stuff that he says is pretty uh, swear ridden, but uh, is, is there a moment no. that he has that you particularly enjoy? You know, I think those people that know the movie, they're going to remember him most for the rooftop scene. Yeah. And I think in the script, that's probably the most developed scene that he has. Mm -hmm. Um but I, I like the swearing, you know, I, I'm a person that, you know, I, I'm a teacher, so I can't swear all day out loud. That is true. Um, and, and I've not actually had many opportunities in place to swear. Oh, you know, funny, funny story. My first show, the first show I ever got cast in where I was a lead, which was my second show. I had to say one of the nastiest swears there is, which I'm sure you all know what it is. Yeah. Okay. And it, I, I can remember it being a Sunday matinee. And I said it, and there was just silence. Yeah. There was no laugh, just wow. silence. And for the rest of that performance, I got nothing. I got no laughs, nothing. And it was, it was heartbreaking, you know, being like 21 doing that show. Um, and the director eventually, you know, took it out. Because I told him, you know, it just doesn't feel right to say this. Yeah. You know? But yeah. I have, nothing, no, no, I have no problem with the word. You know, in the right context, it's, it can be, you know, great. But in this yeah. one, it, it just didn't work. Yeah. So that, that's unfortunate, but I think coming to the show, people kind of know what they're getting. Uh, what kind of audience member or what kind of person do you think will enjoy um, the Shawshank Redemption? Um, I think primarily you're going to get a lot of people that come to see it because of the name, you know, whether it's, it's the book or probably the movie. You know, I know people realize that it's a Stephen King book, Mm -hmm. um, but I think that the movie is what made the story famous. Yeah. Um, so I think you're going to, you're going to see people that are coming to see, you know, how, how do they possibly do that on stage, you know, virtually or live? Um, what are the differences? What are the changes? Um, and then I think, you know, you might get people that are just interested in a good old fashioned, you know, drama. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I would say primarily you're going to get people that, that are curious to see what it is or, or enjoyed the movie. Do you feel that because people will cut, will know the movie on for mostly that um, the the play 
regardless of whether it's on stage or virtually just the script itself brings something a little bit new to the story with either your character or any of the characters or the plot? I, I wouldn't say the, the plot is, you know, any more fleshed out from the movie, but there are definitely lines and scenes that were given a little bit more time. Um, characters were able to be developed a little bit more and, and the restrictions of the stage, you're forced not to jump from scene to scene to scene like you can in a movie. So you're, you're forced to get some of those character beats and moments out in these longer scenes. And during those longer scenes, you get to know the characters much better. But I would say that the play definitely captures, captures the flavor of the movie, mm -hmm. and, but is still, could still stand on its own. Well, great. You know? great. I, I would say if the movie didn't exist, this is still a good story. This is still a good play. All right. That's, that's fair enough. I like that. So for the final question I got for you, Jeremy, I ask everybody this here at the end, call out somebody by name who should buy a ticket to this show. Can't be family, of course, because we assume that they're going to watch it anyway, although maybe not your kids. They might be a little bit a little bit young for it. But who can you put on the spot right now to uh, to buy one? Actually, you know, the funny thing is my daughter, Ella, who's 13, she's seen this movie. At a girl. Yeah, she's seen it. My son has not seen it. He, he okay. won't see it for a couple of years. All yeah. right, so who who should I shout out to? Uh, I don't know. Chuck Regatus. I think he'd Chuck like Regatus. it. All yeah, right. Like Chuck, I think, will like this. He's a big yeah. Stephen King fan himself. He is. Good he choice. Is. Good choice. Well, hey, Jeremy, thank you so much for this chat. And uh, everybody, else, everybody else can come see Jeremy as well as the rest of the cons and guards and what have you in the Shawshank Redemption this summer from Shakespeare Virtual Theater Company. And uh, we will see you again next time here on Inside the Shank. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, Jeremy. No problem. Enjoyed it.